Hey everybody, you're listening to the My Therapy Podcast for Thursday, July, do, 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 for July 4th, 2018. Uh, if all goes well, that's when this is being published because I, uh, I'm breaking in some new software, so this is a kind of a guinea pig episode. Not sure how long this is going to go, just going to test things out uh, and uh, see how uh, this new fancy gear works out. So explanation of why I'm doing this. So last week, if you follow me on social media, you knew that there was uh, an interview coming with Asante Houghton, who is a uh, TED talker, mental health advocate, got his hands in a bunch of places, really cool dude. Got a chance to talk to him and was super excited about putting out that podcast. Uh, I actually, we talked for about an hour and then I was so jacked about the, about the episode that I was going to edit it that night and get it up immediately. Get off the phone with him. He tweets about how cool it was to do the podcast. I tweet about how cool it was to talk to him. We 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 were really clicking, and uh, I go to replay the the audio once I had it downloaded, and uh, don't know what happened exactly, but uh, the audio was, audio was useless. I had a a friend who works in radio, to actually two friends who work in radio. One that currently does, one that used to take a look at the audio, and uh, it was not salvageable. I was gutted. And uh, the next day or so uh, after I, I realized that there was no way the audio was going to be salvaged, I was kind of thinking to myself, enough's enough. I really like podcasting, and I want to continue to do it and make something of it and see where it goes. And... I was like, I should buy, I want to buy a new computer. I don't know if we have the budget for a new computer. I really want to buy a new computer. And then I come home and we're talking about how my podcast failed. And my wife goes, we're going to go buy a new computer. Enough's enough. <laughs> kind of, we were thinking the exact same thing. And uh, yeah, she'd have to twist my arm. So I did a bunch of research that night trying to figure out what's the best, uh, best bang for the buck. Uh, and another factor was how quick can I get it so basically I was looking mostly at Best Buy and like Walmart whatever's around uh, that was quick quick access so uh, like Friday morning Best Buy had a had a deal on this HP that I'm talking on right now and uh, just ran over and got it got it set up and uh, this is my first podcast with it so uh, yeah if it sucks then sorry but I have a high tolerance for suckage, and if this is actually published, and that means that at least I thought it was okay, let me know. As always, I always like to mention that you can hit me up on Twitter at jdickie, J-D-I-C-K-I-E, or on Facebook Messenger. Just look me up. I'm not that hard to find. So what's going on? Asante Houghton. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention he's going to be on the podcast again. Uh, I can't uh, thank that guy enough for his understanding through what happened, the fiasco of recording an hour-long podcast only for none of it to work. My plan with this new device is that that never happens again. He was gracious enough to offer before we knew for sure whether the audio was even going to turn out. He said, look, I'd like to do it again. Actually, I'll backtrack on that. At the end of the episode that we were recording, he said, really enjoyed doing this. We should do it again. Like it was a new forum for him. It gave him a chance to really flesh out some ideas that he doesn't really get to do, like whether he's doing his TED Talks or if he's doing his speaking engagements at schools and whatever he does. 
he he's kind of said you know this is a this is kind of a new thing for him and he really appreciated the opportunity to talk on the podcast wanted to do it again and i was like for sure man like it was a really cool chat and uh he got his wish because none of it worked and we're gonna have to do it again anyway so uh just can't thank asante enough for everything that he did uh to kind of ease my anxiety over uh the podcast not being able to work and kind of my uh self i don't know self-pity or self-deprivation i was really upset about it and he was just like i don't worry about it we'll just do it again so breaking down the uh third wall is that the is that the term third wall fourth wall it's a movie term when you kind of break down the barrier between the actors and the camera and like bring you inside like almost like an inside joke sort of thing well this is kind of what i just did for you just give give me a little sense of how much I actually suck at this. Anyway, uh, moving on. What else do I have to talk about in this quick little podcast we're going to do here? I wanted to touch on uh, my last uh, visit with my psychologist. So I'm going to see him about every four weeks now. Uh, when, when I was at the height of my depression, I was going every week. Uh, I'm back to work now. Things are kind of rolling. Uh, I'm feeling good most of the time just need that check in once a month or so to because I, I do I do spiral so um, it's good to good to get a little pick me up or a little refresher uh, once a month or so so I uh, met with him last week and uh, one thing that I was really struggling with recently was I'm finding that I'm really enjoying the work day but when I get in my car and like head home, like this anxiety just like overwhelms me. I like feel sick to my stomach. My head's racing. I'm thinking of all the things that I should have done differently that day. Uh, what did I forget to do or do wrong or my interactions with people and how that could have been better or different. And it, it just eats me up. And I get to thinking about, you know, is this really what I want to do? Is this where I really, really want to be right now? And I don't know why I get like that because um, I, as I've chronicled before on this podcast i got a really good situation right now and uh shouldn't be messing with it uh not that i actually think too hard about messing with it it's just it's it's kind of it's just adding to my anxiety the thought of like what's after this because currently i'm on a contract and i don't know what's next so gets to me so uh that was the main thing i wanted to talk about when i went to see my psychologist and uh my takeaway from that, it was really interesting, and it wasn't really a place that we'd gone before, because every time that I kind of went to him, a lot of our conversations are about my depression, and kind of how I'm feeling, and what I'm doing, and uh, what's contributing to it, how can I how can I uh, defend against it, that sort of thing, and uh, it was an interesting philosophy he had on it, so I'm telling him about all of these emotions that I'm having, I'm really, really kind of struggling at times, down on myself, all that. And he said, I was talking, he said he was talking to his uh, supervisor or his boss like a week before or a few weeks before in between the time I'd last seen him. And his boss, he was saying something about how um, one of his clients, he was talking to his boss about how one of his clients was expressing some aggression. And his boss essentially said, well, you know, aggression's there's nothing wrong with aggression unless it's put to the wrong use or, or used in, in, a, in a bad way. 
that aggression is normal, anger is normal. Um, there are times when you should be angry, and there's times that you should feel aggressive. And but it's about uh, you know channeling that and and using it in a in a way that's not harmful and ideally is in some way helpful to you. And you know one example is like when I think of you know how would how would I outwardly release aggression? Well, it would be something like you know, putting in a hard workout and kind of taking like physically manifesting my frustration in a in a positive way anyway that's just kind of an example so he's he's, he was kind of like he was taking that conversation that he had with his boss saying you know some you know negative emotions are normal and negative emotions are you know they can be helpful just because you have negative emotions doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you so he took that example and said, you know what, another thing that uh, people who have dealt with a crisis or a prolonged period of depression or anxiety or PTSD, whatever it is, that um, when they start to feel better and then things kind of start to creep up on them again, it's common to catastrophize the situation. Instead of thinking... I'm having a little bit of anxiety it's like oh i'm having anxiety is this the start of a, a spiral again like what's going to happen to me i need to i need to fix this what's going on like i gotta deal with this and your mind just starts spinning and he didn't say that that's what was going on with me but he kind of put it on me and said do you think that that might be something that's happening and i said well it's entirely plausible because I do kind of get into that mindset where I think one thing and I think another negative thing and then another negative thing and it compounds and it spirals and it's not helpful. It's not healthy. And the other thing is that I gave him a couple of examples of situations where I got a lot of anxiety or I got angry. And again, he kind of put it back on me and he said, You know, is that a situation in which, you know, maybe maybe you should have been angry, that you should have been upset, you should have been anxious, that anybody would have been angry or anybody would have been anxious in that situation? And it kind of made me think. And he kind of said, I, I gave him details about what was going on. And he said, you know, man, in that situation, I would have been pissed off too. Just because you get anxious or you get angry or you get upset overwhelmed doesn't mean that there's a bigger issue and I think that it took me off the ledge a little bit not that not that I'm anywhere near a crisis again or anything I'm doing pretty well these days but it uh, just made me think it made me realize that I've got to take a step back and I've got to I've got to process I've got to allow myself to have emotion I've got to allow myself to express negativity but don't dwell on it kind of if i'm angry be angry feel that anger and get past it and that's kind of what i did and i'd kind of done it on my own before i saw him but i just want to talk about it. i was like i get really upset about this stuff and there's a lot of little things that get me really upset but again he went back to people catastrophizing things that have been through something and they're kind of they start to feel negative emotions again and think oh no it's happening again and just in a nutshell, I think that he was bang on on that. He didn't say that's what was going on with me, but I, he kind of said, do you think that's what's going on with you? And I entirely, I was like, yeah, 
I think it makes some sense. Now, that doesn't take away from the fact that sometimes I do think that maybe I'm over-anxious, a little too anxious. I get a little too down on myself, get a little too angry. But I I have to remember that I'm also still kind of recovering from, from a, a crisis that wasn't very long ago. It was late February, early March. I was in the hospital, so what's that? For four months ago, this all happened. And when I left the hospital, I was, I had a notice to be off work until September. And between mid-March and mid-April, I had a situation come up where it was a really good spot where I could go back to work in an understanding environment that was going to let me adjust and be comfortable and recuperate properly while also working because I, I I hated being off I hated having nothing no purpose nothing to do um, I needed it I needed to be off for the time that I was off I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't been off but I hated it and I think it all just kind of lined up I went back to work at the right time for me I'm very thankful for where I'm at but uh, again, it was just a, a kind of a quick turnaround from the time that I was out of the hospital and then back to work again. But a month and a half, I was officially back and working from the time I was out of the hospital. I've got to be mindful of that more often, I think, that I've come a long way. And this is what my psychologist keeps preaching on. It's like, well, I feel this way and I feel that way. And I, I'm down on myself. And he's like, well, you've come so far. I went to him uh, in mid-October of 2017 for the first time he asked me what brought me here today and I couldn't talk I couldn't function for like five minutes I went from that to I'm in a situation work-wise that I'm comfortable in I'm starting to live a fulfilling life again I'm, I'm trying to do things like this podcast and trying to get involved in peer support and that sort of thing that's giving me purpose and and value and something that I think uh, gives back in a way that is very meaningful to me and that's something you know that all of that all of the you know finding meaning in your life that was all part of kind of the, the CBT in a way that we went through um, defining core values was uh, was one of our top priorities in in our early times uh, meeting each week and I think of my number one core value is you know trying to help people and helping people in a, in a way that's very deeply meaningful to me is this, that I've, I've told you before, I was in the hospital, didn't want to live. The psychiatrist told me I needed to suck it up. The social worker told me I needed to suck it up. And I just needed somebody to say that, I, that they'd been where I was. I was going to get out. And that's what I want to do. For you, if you're listening and you're struggling, or if you're listening and you're not struggling, that's what I want to do for people who are struggling. And uh, if you've never experienced it, I'm glad you've never experienced it. If you have experienced it, I'm here for you. Keep listening to this podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at J-D-I-C-K-I-E and on Facebook Messenger, Justin Dickey. Anyway, I was talking about peer support. Just uh, keep pitching my uh, social media there, shameless plugs. I hope it's not offensive, I guess I should say. Just uh, trying to promote myself as a you know future peer support worker, as somebody uh, 
who is is uh is meaningful in this space in some capacity that's what i want to be so that's why i keep plugging my social media so i hope that's not offensive anyway i was talking about peer support and the last thing that uh, i wanted to touch on was that i've been trying to get involved with this organization in the halton region in ontario it's called teach uh they do all kinds of workshops and they have programs uh group support stuff all around mental health they're 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 a wonderful organization Uh, i've been trying to get involved with them basically since they get out of the hospital they had told me that kind of the first step in becoming a volunteer like a group facilitator or that sort of thing the first step is to uh, participate in one of the workshops so uh, they're putting on an anxiety management workshop right now in Mississauga uh, for the next, I guess I'm in my second week now. So for the next six weeks beyond tonight, just went to my second session tonight. Uh, so it was eight weeks total. Uh, it was It's about learning how to manage your anxiety. It's, it's helpful for me in a way. The whole anxiety management piece is helpful, but um, really what I'm getting out of it at this point is how to how people work in a group dynamic, how I can work in a group dynamic, and trying to absorb uh, what the peer what the volunteer peer support workers are doing in the sessions, and um, how I might be able to apply my own style to that, that sort of thing. I'm just really trying to absorb everything right now. It's been it's been a, a very positive experience through two sessions. I don't want to say that I don't belong there, but Anxiety, unfortunately, really isn't my Achilles heel. Obviously, it's been well chronicled that depression is. I talked about anxiety and dealing with a little bit of anxiousness at the beginning of this podcast, but the main thing that gets to me is depression. So I kind of feel like in a sense that I don't belong in the group. I'm a little bit of a fraud or something, but I'm just trying to apply my experience with mental illness generically to the situation. Uh, I think I'm I'm fitting in with the group, but uh, there are there are people in the group, and why what contributes to my kind of feeling that I don't belong is that there are people that are suffering from anxiety much more acutely than I am, and uh, I sympathize with them. I try to provide them encouragement. I try to uh, express my own experiences more generically with depression but with kind of more of a mental illness kind of uh, spin to it to try to relate and uh, I don't know I think I'm fitting in people seem to respond to what I'm saying and uh, I guess I think that's a good first step I have a long way to go before I you know I'm a full-fledged peer support worker but Everything that I've done so far has really reinforced that I might actually be good at this. And self-deprecatingly, I feel like sometimes I'm not very good at very much. So to actually feel like I'm helping some people in some way really um, lifts my self-esteem, lifts my mood, uh, lifts my sense of worth, all of that. So um, really enjoying the experience so far through two sessions, uh, six sessions left, and then uh, my understanding is that I will reconvene with the people from Teach. They will talk with me about 
volunteer opportunities at that point. Uh, what else is required? I believe there's a couple of training programs I need to go through as well. One is called uh, RAP. One is called Core Core Skills. And uh, once I once I get those down, I think I actually can become a volunteer. But the, I think the I think the whole workshop portion being actually involved as a participant is one to get experience in a group setting. And two, they want to know how I interact and, you know, whether I'd be a good fit. And uh, the facilitator came up to me during the during the break tonight and we chatted about my interest in, in peer support a little bit. And he seemed very receptive to the idea that, you know, I might actually be a valuable volunteer in this space. So, you know, good stuff so far. Really excited about what's to come. Just wanted to share that with you. And that's kind of it. So I think this went pretty smooth. Our first podcast and the new equipment and the new software. Uh, we're going to see how it goes. I just realized that uh, I didn't do a proper intro. I always do my little preamble, hit it with a little music, and then uh, get into the real stuff. Just kind of dove in this time. So I'll, I'll sprinkle in a little music at the front just to make it look like it's, it's, it's legit. And uh, you won't know that anything was off or wrong until you hear this part of the end. So it's a little test. Uh, we'll see how many people uh, acknowledge that uh, they listened this far because I'm interested to know how many people actually listen this deep. Anyway, a bit of a quick one for you today. Not that quick. I mean, we're 20 plus minutes here, but I'm, I'm, I like going for an hour. So um, I said on the last podcast, wanted to bang out one a week. Uh, Asante Houghton was supposed to be last week, so I'm trying to stay on that schedule. Um, I hit up a lot of people uh, for uh, requests to be on the podcast, so going to have to try to set up some of those uh, very soon. And i uh, just going to try to keep this thing rolling. Uh, if you're listening, I really appreciate uh, the support. If, if you could reach out to me, uh, let me know what you think, what I need to improve on, what you're enjoying about the podcast, what's boring the hell out of you. And, uh, I just want to keep getting better. I want to keep, uh, doing this. I, it's, it's meaningful to me. I hope it's meaningful to you. Hope you tell your friends, share it with people who you think need it. And, uh, let's, let's create something special here. So I'm going to wrap this thing up. I'm uh, just going to drop that uh, this episode is brought to you by Dickie's Meats because despite my dad not sending me money for, I think, at least the past month, I, I think there's another payment coming up. I'm going to have to get on him about this, but it's been at least a month since he sent me the $20. So I say I make $4 a month, but I'm like, I'm creeping in on $32 in the hole right now because it's $16 a month that it cost me for this thing. So uh, anyways, yeah, sponsored by Dickie's Meats. Uh, go buy your meats at... Uh, Dickie's Meats, if you're in Nova Scotia, uh, it's near Amherst, Nova Scotia, between Amherst and Oxford. You probably don't know where those places are if you're listening in Ontario, if you're listening somewhere else. I don't know where my listeners are from. I don't check the data. Anyway, good stuff. And if you don't eat meat, don't buy meat. Ignore this whole sponsorship part. Go veggies. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.